Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. a very special day. Oh! Because this uh-huh. is our uh-huh. 100th show. Whoa. 100 shows! I we know! We've done 100 shows! Oh, I'm still clapping. Yeah! <laughs> like, that's a lot. Shouldn't we get into, shouldn't we be getting, be getting a cake or something? Like a, don't I, we get double money now you're going to syndication or something? That's not what happens to Double the money, TV, please. Like the TV shows? Double money. No, we, we don't even pay you as it is. Well, you give this away for free, which is really cool, by the way. I know. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. You know why? Because I couldn't. It's such a crappy show that I don't think we could charge anyone for it. Oh, you know, you're cruel. (laughs) It's not a crappy show. There's lots of. There's. You know what's been interesting, though, is the Hmm. evolution. Like, we started out giving real advice. That's how we started. We did. We were very serious. I know. Because I listened to some of the very earlier shows when it was Paul. And then, of course, oh. Paul was the engineer. And then Jillian, uh, I think around show nine or something, all of a sudden called him Bruce. You mean Bruce? I was just going to say, yeah. you mean Bruce, Bruce. Paul. And then, <laughs> and then she just decided to call him Bruce one day. And then, then he became Bruce Paul for quite a while. And then son of Bruce, of Bruce Paul, Paul yeah. became, and we never called you anything but son of Bruce son Paul. Son of Bruce Paul, yeah. And Occasionally then, we refer to him as J-A-K-E. Yeah, and then you owned your name, Jake. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> now, Jake is, now Jake is the engineer. Well, what is and, next? And what is next? And then, and now Brittany's been hanging out the last oh, few Oh, God. <laughs> you know why she's been hanging out? Because she's trying to escape the office. Oh. Well, you know, you have, but you have, I must say, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but mm. you've gone through many changes in a hundred shows. Oh. Don't you think? Well, I became a mother. Yes. Whoo. That pretty much ended it. That was pretty much the end of my life right there. Well, yes, I, I noticed during That's the shows. That's it. That I became things- a mom and stopped evolving. Now I live in a sea of boogers and piss and poop and puke and drool and that's where we've stayed that's kind of where we've remained in that kind of potty phase and i haven't really grown out of that yet wow sounds like life's going really good for you that's great (laughs) no idea dude (laughs) wow you have no idea there's not a day i don't understand i don't understand how no one talks about this like i feel as though i've been caught totally unaware there is not a day that goes by where I am not puked on, crapped on, pissed on, I mean, or there's not boogers wiped on me. And that's just at The Biggest Loser. 
<laughs> oh, no. What about at home? Yeah. I didn't think that was funny. I thought it was hilarious. That was pretty so. funny. Well, I've been at the Biggest Loser and I've seen the drool. And no, the you know what you do at Biggest Loser? You live in the sweat. Yeah. And they're stinky, skanky. I have been in these gym clothes sweating for six hours <laughs> and they are filled and riddled with all sorts of little vermin and bacteria. And that, and you know what you have to do? You have to hug them. Eat anyway, and we're all like, "Oh dear God!" And they're sopping. I wouldn't hug Mother. Well, she's dead. I wouldn't hug. No, Gandhi's dead too. There's no <laughs> one oh, I would hug in a pool of their own sweat, except a Biggest Loser contestant. And by the way, you were just as gross, Brittany, when you were covered in that sweat. But but sure. But something something well, else evolved. I mean, it wasn't oh, just that. But you yeah. you changed as a host. Oh, because. Oh. You, She's getting ready to take a shot. I can feel yeah, it. No, 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 no. Uh, no, it's just what something happened to you is oh. all of a sudden you felt the need to start to call people. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But the first time it started with just an innocent little conversation. I can tell you what happened. I needed to go outside the company of this room. I started after being locked in this room with you people. I needed I needed a dose of, you know, Real human beings. Well, the first one started with a simple conversation about eggs. When you buy egg beaters and you think it's better than an egg, we got problems. You know, you've this whole thing. You've inspired me to eat oh. uh, to eat Ginger's egg, and I'll tell you. I'll quickly tell ginger. you. Ginger uh, is a chicken. My sister has chickens, and they lay the eggs, and we eat the eggs. I go down and get the eggs, and Ginger. Um, uh, another family had a herd of chicken. I don't think they're called herd. A herd of I've, chickens. I don't know what a cluster of chickens are called. A, a herd of a herd. chickens. There was a herd of chickens, and the weasel got in. You, I hope you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. The weasel got in and killed the chickens, except only one survived, Ginger. And my <laughs> nephews call her Unbreakable. You know that movie, Unbreakable? So Ginger has come to my sister's place, and she lays the funkiest looking egg. Like, it's like all weird looking. Like, all oh, the other hands are like squawk, squawk, nice little brown eggs and delicious. But Ginger lays this funky ass egg. And I funky ne- ass egg. That's, what, that's chicken talk for funky, funky egg. Funky ass egg. And I've never wanted to eat Ginger's eggs. I'm like, I don't want to eat Ginger's eggs. Oh. But now I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat one of Ginger's eggs. I, I'm still trying to figure out, is it a gaggle of chickens? Yeah, it's not. I don't think it is a herd. I don't know. It's definitely not a herd of chickens. You know who might know this? It's a. Hang on. I'm going to call someone right now. Someone in the Midwest right now is listening going, you fools. Well, it's it's definitely not a herd of chickens. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can reach Heidi. She might know this. I think it's it's not a cluster. A cluster of chickens? Is it a gaggle of hens? Or is that just what my gaggle of? That's a gaggle of gals. What? I get pissed when people don't answer. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Listen, you're on the air. I have a question. What do you call a group of chickens? Janice called it a herd. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You took a whole class about chickens. Oh, wait. I know there's like a chicken coop, but I don't know. (laughs) That's right. The chickens live in the coop. Oh, it's a flock of chickens. The son of Bruce Paul Googled it. Well, you are worthless. What did you, what did you even learn in that class? We didn't talk about that. We just learned how to raise them and keep them in the yard. See, Heidi knows how to do it, how to keep the her flock of chi- her herd of chickens. It's not a herd of chickens. Well, I thought it was a flock of seagulls, not a flock of it's chickens. It's a flock or a brood. 
of ch- whole chickens. Brood. I've heard. That's why they say it's not a gaggle. Bring though. your brood. It's a gaggle, but it's not. Thank it's you, certainly Heidi. not a herd. Thank well, you so you're Bruce both Paul. worthless. Well, goodbye. Well, uh, yes, and you could not, you certainly could not help now, could you? All right, I'm going to go now. Thanks, Heidi. Yeah, I'm sure you are. (laughs) But then, then this uh, phoning out turned into proving me wrong. Yeah. You changed. And it's, and this one transformed. This is when you I never changed. I've always proved you wrong. I just sought outside counsel and confirmation. Wait, but this is when it. you became the jerky boy. You totally became, you became like guerrilla radio. Oh. Um, with a little thing, um, with a little uh, debate on produce. I'm just saying, if you had a real blueberry and you froze it, mm. the difference in the taste between the ones you'd buy frozen at the store and your own frozen berries. But you just said I can't grow those here. Well, that's too bad for so you. So once again, your advice is you not applicable. Next time, I will bring you some fresh blueberries. <sighs> oh, I can't. You can't bring produce. Produce? <laughs> I <laughs> Produce. Is she serious? She's kidding. Uh-uh. She's no, no, she's not. Produce. Well, I say produce. It's produce, dude. How have you managed to get this far in life? <laughs> I'm going to the produce store. She doesn't really. You're kidding. Well, that's how we pronounce it up in the land up there. No, you don't. <laughs> I will buy you tickets to Disneyland if I say, say the word that stands for fruits and vegetables and starts with a P. Go. No, and you don't say, say that because then they're on the, they'll say produce. They no, will say no, produce in Canada. And- no, they will not. No. Well, you know what? Let's Google. We'll Google a I supermarket. I don't want to Google. And Get say, someone on and the phone. And we're going to say, could I? Um- okay, stop down. Let's get a number and we'll come right back. Do it. Okay, we found a number for a supermarket in Canada, and we're now dialing. <laughs> I, I swear to God. I'll talk. All right, do it. You're going to talk? Welcome to Bavon Foods Pharmacy. Pharmacy? To use our automated prescription mm-hmm. refill system, press mm-hmm. 1. No. To speak to a pharmacy team member, no. press no. 3. It's called the pharmacy. Hang on. Oh, we'll go press three. Did you could talk to the pharmacy person? Oh, Savon Pharmacy, Becky speaking. Hi, Becky. I'm sorry. I unfortunately dialed the pharmacy. Is there any way you could transfer me to somebody in the fruits and vegetables section? What do you call that section? Uh, produce. The produce section. Thank you very much. Yeah, That'd be lovely. Second. Thank you. <laughs> hang up. Hang up. Hang up the phone. She said produce. You psychotic nutball. I heard you, produce. I heard, I heard produce. I heard produce. I heard produce. Produce. I swear to God, Janice, <laughs> it's like they just don't make them like you. I've never even seen. Well, I've said produce for a long time, and you should stop. This is probably why you're still single. <laughs> <laughs> now then. Oh, but it didn't stop there because then you went into calling about the Fifty Shades of Grey. Janice, I think the real question here is not is not why is the book successful. I think the real question is why are you obsessed with the book? I'm not. Oh, really? I'm not at all. You read it? No, I didn't. I read the dirty part. That's it. That well, that's the only. It's like, dude, it's like watching a porno and saying, "Oh, I only watch the dirty parts." That's all there is to it. Just because they frame it around pizza <laughs> delivery, yeah, everyone knows why you're really watching it. So you read it? No, I, I read, read three it. pages of it. There's only three dirty parts in it? No, there's lots, but I only I got bored. It's the same thing. 
<laughs> bang, bang on the wall. Handcuff gives us a look. Okay. So what, so what so what's your concern about My it? My concern is well I I guess it's not a concern. It just it's it just boggles my mind that, that it's it's gone so that it's so big. Mm. It's like Harry Potter big. I get Harry Potter because Can it was an adventure. An get me someone on the phone. Anyone. Make it a woman. Okay. Oh, no, let's just call a woman up. Let's yeah. just call somebody. Get me someone on the phone. Call somebody at Barnes and Noble. Oh. Okay. Thank you for calling Barnes and Noble. It's Peter Hermitage call. Oh, hey, Peter. Um, is there a? Um, I've got kind of a personal book I wanted to talk about. Um, is there a female um clerk about? Um, not really. <laughs> I've got one, but she just went on a break. Oh. Um, I, let me. Well, Peter, maybe you can help us. Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. We're just we need to we need to let you know what's going on. Okay. Uh, we're recording a podcast, and my producer wants to understand why fifty grades of. Sh- of- what is it? Fifty grades of shade. Fifty grades of gray. Fifty. Yes. Okay. Why that is such a phenomenon? Now we know it's like a porno book, but Janice wants to understand why now is the book so huge when wow. there have been other books like this in the past, right? Like yeah. the Beauty Chronicles was something like this by Anne Rice, and Erotica uh, always kind of sells well. Oh, I mean, so this is not new news? No, not really. I mean, I mean, yeah, just in the sense of, I, I think it took off because, well, frankly, because of media coverage. So there's nothing in particular about this book, but in general, the category sells really well. I, I think it's more, you know, media exposure, really. Good to know. So, All right. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Not a problem. Have a great day. You too. Okay, Bye. so here's what we need to do. We need to write a porno, and then we need to get, uh, like, Kathy Lee or Hoda to talk about it. Maybe Katie Couric. I'll call Katie Couric. We can't just write a porno. Sure we can. It's so easy. You did it yourself. Up against the wall, bang, bang, toot, toot. <laughs> Get your handcuffs on and let's rock and roll. I'm going to ask the expert. Hang on a second. We're gonna, I'm going to actually ask somebody who knows. Okay. Hi. Andy. Yeah, hi, Hi, bud. Listen. Okay. Uh, okay, so you're on the podcast, but this is actually not about fitness, pregnancy, or supermodel bodies. Um, okay. Remember w- when all you guys were starting a, a book club for Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. Why? Well, because I think that the book club, it was an excuse to get together. Okay. And then it was an excuse to talk about sex and not just like normal sex. Like kind of bad girl sex, and at least you don't feel so dirty and perverted uh-huh. if you have people around you. And then we could all, under the guise of literature, oh. talk about dirty bad sex. There it is. Under the guise of literature, it's it's providing permission. That's it the is. answer you're looking for, Janice. Yes. Okay, but the Puskape. <laughs> The Puskape had to be, that means like the ultimate. The ultimate had to be when we called your mom. No, when we did. You called your mom up. And the poor woman, there's like a, there's like a house full of, of installers putting in her kitchen. And you decide. Putting in her dishwasher. Putting in her dishwasher. And you decide it's a good time to get some information from your mom about. I have a beef about the Daily Dose. Oh. You know that show? (laughs) (laughs) The one that we did? The one that we did? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. 
And you know how we've recorded them and then they edit them? Yes. And like When they record one, just so you know out there, uh, it's oh. usually quite long. Hold right? on, I need to get it. another snack for oh this diet could you, could you hold the bag any closer to the microphone? You just said that I was looking... I think looking... that's a good idea. You wanted me to eat. I'm eating. That's good. This is sound effects theater. Well, hello. We're in a room the size of a freaking closet. I know. Okay. We got new today. I mean, yeah, I can it's barely. It's Jake's fault. Okay. Jeez. Sorry. Go on. This is now, less important. All right. So they, they take it and then they edit it down to how, how many minutes? We get like, I don't know, four minutes. Are they minutes. four? No, they were like There's seven. Four. Okay. Well, there's one that's eight minutes. It's called Fall uh, Beauty Secrets. Oh. Remember, you know, I remember they put the wig on. You put the wig on me. I put a wig the mullet. Oh, I like yes. I had a mullet. It was fabulous. Right, mullet. And then you had the zapper. And then yeah, the, the very, laser zapper. I the zapped laser you zapper. with it. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. And then the very end I had was wearing the ass lifter. Remember yes. that thing? And that I, was a good... Is that posted? Yes. I want to see on. that. Okay. Okay. And remember, remember when I walked out... Uh-huh. Remember what I put in my pants? A banana. A banana in the crotch. I do remember that. And you know what? I made so sure I... to throw that right away yeah, so it so... didn't circulate back onto the craft service table. Well, I walk out there. Mm-hmm. They didn't show me taking the banana out. So it just looks like you have a it giant looks, penis? It looks like I got a pouch of stench up there. <laughs> And there was no mention of the banana. That was just like, see you next week on the Daily Dose. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No one explained the thing in my pants. I look like a gigantic turd. I look like I poop my pants. It's just horrible. You probably just look like a pre-op, and that's okay. Our audience is really, really liberal. I can't. How could they do it? How could they not? They let me stand there, and I'm laughing to myself, going, waiting for you to notice. And you're just like, oh, how does this work? <laughs> Pushing the button. Oh, God. And I then forgot that's about the that. end of it. That is the best it's thing you could have told me all day long. Well, you check it I out. I am happy beyond. It serves you right. People take things too damn seriously. Like, you just, like, loosen up. Show the... The banana in your pants. Show the banana yeah. in the pants. Yeah, this is a note that I'm going to give to a, a network one day, if God willing they ever give us our own daytime show. Hey, listen, when Janice walks out with a banana um, penis thing and her shorts, can you, number one, make not sure. say anything? And then number two, make sure that when she pulls it out, people know... That it was a banana. And not really. And she doesn't really have a penis. All right, look. So, okay, I I think also where people get a little uptight is they worry that, like, kids will see it and not understand it. Not that I think kids are watching our Daily Dose show on YouTube. But But what kid doesn't put a banana in their pants? (laughs) It's clear you're not a mother. (laughs) You wouldn't. If Lou walked in and said. Had a banana in her pants? Yeah. Wouldn't you laugh and go, oh, that's I would imagine that my, I would call Cher and ask for pointers. (laughs) I would. I'd be like, okay, how did it work with Chaz? And I'm fine with it, but. That doesn't mean that you want to be a boy. It does. You know what, Jillian? You're taking this way too far. It just means you want to be funny. She's trying to do some BL stuff. <laughs> Dig deep. Yeah. I'm not digging that. deep. I'm telling you, uh, my daughter came in with a banana in her pants like it was a prosthetic penis. <laughs> I would wonder if there was some confusion. Oh, my and God. Then I would blame myself, of course, and I'd have to get therapy about it. 
You Didn't know, you ever pull like your dolly do. out of your pants and say, oh, to the babysitter, look, I'm having a baby? <laughs> oh, my God, what's wrong with you? I'm going to have to stop eating. I'm actually losing my appetite now. No. No. What kind of sheltered childhood did you have? What the hell kind of freak show childhood did you have? I just, when we were at the, when my mom went to choir practice and the babysitter would come over, uh-huh. my sister and I would put our dolls in our pajamas and go, qu- oh, we're having babies. Okay. And then we'd pull the oh. doll out of our okay. pajamas. Do me a favor. Can you get my mom on the phone? Okay. So wait. All right. So let's call my mom now. Oh my God! No, no, Janice. Do I just I have to ask him because you, in your heart of hearts, believe that these things make sense. Hello, like, Mom. Hi, honey. Hi, hi, Mom. Listen, I okay. Just so you know, you're on the podcast. I just I need to ask you a question. I'm on what? Po- oh, honey, they're in, in the midst of installing my dishwasher, and there's going to be lots of noise. Okay, I just listen. This is serious. I just need I just need your help for two seconds. Okay, Mom. <laughs> okay, two things. Number one. Did I ever in my life put a doll in my pants as a child, pull it out and say, look, mom, I had a baby? No. Okay. Question number two. <laughs> if as a young, you're laughing. This is this is something that Janice actually does and did. If, I don't do it now on a regular if, basis. <laughs> wait. No, hold on, mom. This is serious. Oh, my God. Okay. If, I, as can a, under, I can see the baby, children doing that. Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> thank you. No, I can't. Just because you didn't do it. No, I can see children doing that. Mom, stop trying to be non-judgmental and I'm not. diplomatic. I really, truly can. I really, truly can. Oh, okay. If because I they walked, do want to have babies, Mom, but... if I'm a young child now and I walk into the living room with a banana in my pants, okay, <laughs> I'm being serious. What would you do, or would you not be like, oh dear, something's wrong? <laughs> no. I would just say, sweetheart, why do you have that banana in your pants? <laughs> okay, and what's your answer, Janice, though? Because it's fun. And what then what do you say, Mom? She said, what, this is fun? Because yeah. it's fun. I would say, how come it's fun? <laughs> and? And I would say, because I want to see what it feels like. To have a penis. That's my point. Ah. You're a homo. That's what I'm trying to tell no, you. No, it, that's It's Jillian. just curiosity. No, no oh! It really is children, especially, you know, children trying to understand what it feels like to have a penis. I I, I've got men here Ma- installing my dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I have to do this right now. Talk about being caught unawares. I thought it was your assistant calling to tell me, yes, I've made arrangements for the uh, installation of your dishwasher. <laughs> See, your mom was such a great sport. But, but you know what, too, though, is your mom has been a guest on our show a number of times as oh. one of our experts. Oh. And we've had, and, and she was awesome, and we've had many guests. We have. We've had uh, your buddy Susie. Susie Orman. Susie Orman. You listen to me, girlfriend. <laughs> Susie Orman. We had Deny, Dan. deny, <laughs> deny. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can tell you guys have a very cool oh, chemistry. I've got it down. Because you know why? Because I've got my ass ripped by her on more than several occasions. And you've ripped her ass, too. I've never ripped her ass. You've given her hell about getting I tried to give her hell about getting in shape, and then she'll call me back and say, like, my mom passed away, and then, oh. then you can't. Then I'm like, you go eat a pizza. Go eat. You can yeah, have. Some I tried. Pizza. You can't rip Susie, man. She'll take you down. <laughs> Bitch, don't play. But we had uh, your buddy Danica Patrick. Yes. Uh, we've had Suzanne Summers, who's now your new best friend. My new best friend. Have you been to her place for in Malibu yet? Yeah, I'm extremely popular. I know you are. I know you are. We've had uh, Tara Moore, who did amazing. She's a great, uh, great, great. We've had her on. I think twice now. Yeah. And Tara's just got, some, she's a great life coach and um, just a, a better way to live. Had some great advice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Myrtle Potter has been oh. a frequent guest. Trust, most trusted uh, voice in healthcare. That's true. Um, she she did a really cool segment a oh, number of months ago on how to fire your doctor. I always remember that one was really. I bet you do remember that. <laughs> I do. How to fire your doctor. How to fire your doctor. I know how and, to do it. Ready? You suck. <laughs> You're fired, and I'm going for your medical license. <laughs> However, probably our probably our favorite guest, and the one who has been here since day one, has Dr. been... Dr. V! Dr. Katya Van Hurley. She's the best ever, man. And she has covered... Uh, uh, Dr. V started with... Really, honestly, I think it was the second show, and she started doing her top sevens. And they included like things like... Uh, Foods to have every day, ways to fight the flu, yeah. medical myths, uh, pregnancy, weight loss, ways to energize, energize, energies, energies uh, autoimmune and autoimmune diseases. And most yeah. recently, she did that really cool segment on the top seven things to do in a disaster. Remember after? Yes, I do. Uh, it was Storm Sandy. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, and the reasons to sleep was really cool. Oh, but I think our yeah. favorite, we've come to a consensus. Oh, absolutely. Just because this is the way the show seems to go. The top seven things yeah. found in your toilet. Best ever. So top seven things in your toilet. Um, Jillian, it's really important. It's embarrassing. You've got the people that are the toilet checker-outers. And the the toilet that- checker-outers. <laughs> Talk to me about this because I guess it's, this is a thing. It's, it's an animal, and it's not really cocktail or dinner conversation, but there are people <laughs> that check what they've done before they flush and those that don't. And it really is two different groups. And what I actually say is we should all be checking what we've done. Really? Yeah, it's really important because think about it, what comes out of our body, and we're going to talk about some urine issues and some stool issues. Okay. You know, number one and number two, and we'll start with number one. Okay. What comes out tells us about our metabolism and what's happening in our body. So you've got to make a note. Yep. Okay. I'm ready. So the first on the top seven is you've got to look at the color of your urine. So number two, now blood in your urine, and it's a different issue in my opinion for men and women. The number three in the top seven things in your toilet, and that has to do with our feces, you know, our stool, is do your stools float or not? Are they floaters or sinkers? (laughs) Top seven, number four. So the fourth thing that we talk about is when you have really loose stools. Number five, If you have a whitish, light-colored, tan-colored, greasy stool... This is my nightmare, doctor. (laughs) And there's a greasy ring, and it happens before you expect it. People will tell me. I've never thought anything of it. And, in fact, some of these stools do float because they're eating healthy, but they have... These patients have malabsorption. Let's go to number six. So for stool, like in urine, we talk about blood. And this is the classic 
call you'll get, and it's two questions. It's either I see blood in the stool, like hanging around the little logs of stool. I mean, I'm describing it. Or little drips in the toilet that the water becomes pink colored. Or they'll actually say something else, which is I have dark stool, dark or tarry stool. So we'll go to the last one. So that's number seven, which is a really important one, like critically important one, is a change in the stool size or caliber. What I'm saying in general is just good preventive health screening. You know, same thing. Men, get your prostates checked. Women, do your breast exams. Do your mammograms at the right age. Do your pap smears and get your colonoscopy. Don't be afraid to do it. Got it. Thank, Dr. V, thank you so much. You're, You're a brave soul in, <laughs> engaging in this conversation <laughs> with our Motley crew over here. It, it's not so scary, and there wasn't a lot of giggling, because guess what? It's really serious, isn't it? I, I tried not to. I was like, <laughs> I am not going to allow myself to get uncomfortable and giggle, especially because... I could tell that you were very serious about it. And then I thought, you know what? For somebody at home who is having these symptoms and, you know, needs to go to the doctor, I don't want to act like a child for my own insecurity and make them feel uncomfortable and have them not go to their doctor. So that I was like, shut up, Jillian. Because, you know, you just get uncomfortable. You get insecure and you get uncomfortable and you, like, giggle about it. And it sounds so painful. But then, you know, it, it is obviously so incredibly important. And so... For really the, important. the chuckles that Janice and I did make, Janice, apologize. No, they're uh, they're good. I mean, think about it. When you when you as a pediatrician, you always ask the moms and dads, how are they pooing? You know, what does the diaper look like? You know, is it that green mushy stuff? Because babies have different poo, so we're not applying this to infants. Oh dear God, is, is this what I have to look forward to? And, and, yeah, is the baby's poo absolutely. green and mushy? And you've got to uh, look at their poo, uh, and you've got to see what it's like. And uh, that's what gosh. So, so this, so we, once we become adults, it's like we don't want to talk about it. But guess what? We we have a lifetime of pooing. Pooing is good. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pooing is good. Yeah, okay. Pooing is, is good. good. That's going to be my new mantra. What do you live by? Pooing is good. Pooing is good. Yeah, we're into pooing. And, and look at your poo. And look at number one and number two. I hope you have a high caliber of poo, Dr. Van Hurley. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Thanks, Dr. V. Have a great day. Thank you all. Bye. 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 Janice. You have high caliber poo. No, you know what? I I think to be honest, you know what? Yeah. I was much more mature than you during this. Interview. What are you talking about? That's because you were hiding in the corner. No, no. I saw you burying your face in the corner. No, because that's because I looked at you because you became a seven year old little girl. Uh, oh, I. D- you resent did. the you did. hell you out turned of that. into a, a wee little girl. I did not. Yeah. I was like, this is important stuff. I, it is a- important. Anal fissures and things. And I. <laughs> No, I think I hand I think if it wasn't for me during this interview, it could have gone awry. You are so funny when when the talk goes to that area. Poop? What? Well just the area. Like like that area down there. Well it depends on how you're using the area. I mean if No, you're but you have a about... funny No, okay, okay. Well about the reason I say that is because you have this when it comes to talking about sex, like Oh you... no. I have found, oh dear God, uh, I hate talking about this sex stuff. I get super oh, uncomfortable. No, really? Yeah, yeah. Amy, we could for me too. I, I get super uncomfortable about it. I'm really working on it because I, we, I have to talk about it on the doctors all mm-hmm. the time. So I'm getting a slightly more comfortable. Just the fact you're going to say something more than the nutritional value. It's just I'm slightly a, I, more. It's a, it's a big shift. For no, you. it's slightly more. I know, but it's like I didn't grow up like that. It was like. 
we don't talk about those things. You know, it's just like, I just, I feel my heart seize. It's so uncomfortable. But with that said, I'm going to just say, try practicing more yoga. I've never tried yoga. Try it. And here's what I love about it. First of all, obviously, it's going to increase flexibility. Okay. So, what? That's good, Janice. No, no, no. It's flexible. I want to be flexible. I almost had an orgasm in a downward dog once. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, I'm, I'm serious. dying. No, it's too much information. I don't, I don't mean it like oh, that. No. Like, like oh, the, my God. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. I'm gouging out my eardrums. Stop. Make stop. it stop. Just stop. Holy no. mother of God. Not like the... Oh, ma- oh my oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Amy, I'm sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just not like the Meg Ryan. Just like oh. one of those little mini... Oh, God. She just said we were in there a long time in the downward dog. And all of a sudden I went, No! <laughs> Make it stop! Oh, no! Okay. Janice, put some scotch tape over it. There's my, there. Put a Biore strip on there. I can't. I can't. It's too far. Do you need me to leave? No, I'm fine. <laughs> you feel you feel you're upset. You want to tell the story? Well, I've been shamed before. I'm used to it. <laughs> My therapist has got me working on it. I've... Fine. You want to finish your story? No, I just said, go ahead. It's done. It's done. Is that all? That's all. I'm just saying that yoga's yoga also gives uh, you an incredible confidence in your body because you carry your body differently. And I think when you carry your body differently with with pride, yeah, you feel sexier. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So, uh, Amy, here's the thing. Here's the thing, buddy. I, I think that Janice makes a great point. And it, and it increases it increases circulation, which all forms of exercise does. But um, it really does force you to kind of uh, become more flexible and become more body conscious and self-aware in a different way than other forms of exercise. Like, you know, when I'm tossing around a kettlebell, when I'm punching on a bag... I'm less aware of my body and, you know, how I'm positioning myself and my, my physicality and my posture. And there is something very medicinal about yoga. And even when you're learning yoga, it's like this pose is to detox your kidneys. This pose is to fight depression. This pose is for digestion. Like it's, it's a very fascinating practice of exercise. Uh, and I have found not in down dog, but I have found <laughs> that when I am doing more yoga, I'm maybe a little more frisky. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. Right. So give that a shot. And uh, and um, we're going to let you go now because this has become so uncomfortable. And we're sorry about that. But also, thanks for all you do, dude. You're, uh, you're a hero. Thank you, Thank for, you for being a firefighter and putting yourself... On the on the line every day and and uh, doing doing God's work, we are greatly appreciative. Thank you so much. All right, sweet pea. Good luck. <laughs> All right, thanks, Julia. Okay, bye. You too, Janice. All right. Thank you, Amy. Good Lord, <laughs> Janice. Thank you, Amy. My yes. God, it's not that kind of show. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I didn't say that. I just I meant it as ah. No. You know what you I know what's amazing about me. You are so confident in so Ugh. many areas of your life, but when it comes to this, you are prudish. I know it. Ugh. And you should have told Amy maybe buy some nice candles and a little of maybe Sarah McLaughlin. Oh God, you're not having <laughs> sex to Sarah McLaughlin, no. are you? 
That's tragic. <laughs> no, that is so. Oh, oh my God. I didn't say oh. I was having sex with, oh, with, no. with Sarah McLaughlin. I was expecting you to say Nine Inch Dales. Bow down before <laughs> the one you serve. You're gonna get what you deserve. You know what? Do you remember that? I, I, I was dating somebody way back when I was 20, and they turned that song on, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't think this is going to work out. Does the best. Well, you know what? It's what you do best. And that's advice. Of course it is. That's advice. I mean, I I have to, I will get serious for a second that your expert segments, the ones you do, are awesome. You just go in there and you just lay it out. You say, this is the way it should be done. I believe this and you're, you're, you're passionate and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I couldn't pick a best one because they're so good. However, oh, I could pick one that stunk. What? And this segment's called the workout buddy. All right. Now, another thing is find a workout buddy uh, that you can travel with, like somebody who, if you travel a lot, somebody that either travels with you. So if you're traveling a lot for work, get a workout buddy that's going with you also falls under sort of the, the, uh, the scheduling type of thing. But like somebody who on the road can work out outdoors with you who can go skiing with you, who can do whatever you're doing outdoors. So if you're traveling, like I said skiing because like if you're in a, this yeah. one's a stretch, isn't it? Yeah. But that, well, that it's kind a, of like, it's sort one. of like, all right, so this is sort of like a workout buddy for the road. And it's like, you could get a little box of, um, there's something called a fit deck or I have something called hot bod in a box. And I know these two workout buddies and they take it with them when they travel. So I guess I sort of tried to connect the two things, but it doesn't really make it. I'm any... not buying this. No, one. no. But all right. But the real tip, so it's not really about workout buddies, but it's about getting a little deck that you travel with and you get to like flip each card and each card has a new exercise oh, on it for you to try to keep it sort of fresh. So it's like that thing sort of becomes your workout buddy. No, that's that. Yeah, I tried to bridge that into the fit yeah. deck thing with the oh, buddy hey, thing. hey, you want to come to Kalamazoo with me so yeah. we can work out together? <laughs> come on, it'll be fun. Oh, my God. And you thought working out with your sister was hard. Oh, my God. Hey, we're going to Wichita. Come on. Come on, everybody. Where's my workout buddies? Oh, my God. Don't give me grief, Sister Sue. Okay, what's the next one? Because that one was that one was stellar. That one rocked my world. I don't want to talk about these anymore. Okay. They're stupid. No, they're not stupid. They're stupid. No, getting a workout buddy's good. But that last one was bad. <sighs> The last one was stupid. I think there were at least four good, get a good workout buddy tips in there. Oh, no. Yeah. I think would four say four them. out of five. Four out of the five. Uh, that that <laughs> that one there, though, about trying to find someone to, to go to Newfoundland, Newfoundland with you was a little stretched thin. That one had to go. Now, are you finished now? Are you done with your buddy? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you know what we should do? We should, let's take some calls now. Fine. Yeah. Maybe you'll find a new friend that you can 
stink. <laughs> oh, God, that was the worst. Oh, hey, hey, Sandra, I gotta go. Um, you know what? I think I gotta go on a road trip uh, to um, to a uh, Tijuana, and I'd love to work out when we get there. Do you wanna come? How about it, Sam? Come on, Sam. Fun road trip party. Oh, my God. I can't be perfect all the time. But you don't get off that easy yet. Now, when it comes to callers, and I know you're you're very passionate about about when when we have callers on. Yeah. Because that's when you finally get a chance to talk straight one-to-one with somebody. And I have seen you literally transform someone from how they were thinking or how they... But by a phone call. Like, oh. I have to admit, I have to admit mm. that is, you are definitely born to be doing this. Oh, it's my gift. Yeah. But, however, <laughs> however. Oprah who? But we are, we are incredibly grateful to the, to the, to the, to the people who write it's in who want to talk. all about the callers and the listeners. It is. to show what it is. It is. Otherwise, it would just be fart jokes all the time. I know, I know, I know. But, however, though, there, there has been times where I have. Not many times, but there was one time where I was concerned about the advice you were giving someone. What? Yeah. This is, uh, what are you this talking is, about? Yeah. This one's called the Terry Call. Hey, Terry. What's going on? Hi, Gillian. How are you? I'm good, Hi. bud. How are you? I'm pretty good. I've got a, a question to ask you, but i got a little story to tell you first. Okay. I have a... This uh, better not be as... as Foul or pornographic is one of Janice's stories, Terry. No, it's not. All right, <laughs> bud. You better not be hanging out with any sprinklers. No, no, no. All right, good. Good I, to know. Go ahead. I, uh, I have been diagnosed with uh, sleep-related uh, eating disorder. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, Well, okay. I have, but only when it's t- like in conjunction with something like um, Ambien. Are you taking Ambien? No. 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 I'm not. Uh, no. Uh, I do have sleep apnea, so it's kind of related with that a little bit. But uh, one night, uh, my sister spent the night here. Okay. At my house. And, uh, well, before that, we were. Uh, my partner was finding wrappers and stuff laying around, and she would say, you, you're eating my candy. And I'm, no, I'm, I don't eat candy. You must be eating it and not realizing you're eating that much. And then, <laughs> yeah, because I'm not a candy eater. Oh and, uh, yeah, because, you know, she loves Chelsea Rose, and I, I can't stand those things. And, uh, well, I'm not a candy eater. And so my sister spent the night, and it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. She says, I get up out of bed. I go in the kitchen. I fix me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I sit at the dining room table. And the whole time she's talking to me, and I'm not responding. My eyes are closed, and I, I eat it, and I go right straight back to bed. Well, you know, I'm like, okay, you're crazy. You know, she tells me about it the next day. I'm like, you're crazy. I didn't do that. She says, yes, you did. So immediately I called my doctor, my sleep apnea doctor, and I said, okay, am I crazy? And she says, you need to see a sleep neurologist right away so you're definitely uh, definitely not on Ambien <laughs> right okay so okay because I because I, yeah. I I mean I've heard of this but I've always thought it was folklore and the, they say that like it 
you, people who suppress their desires consciously, like during the day, unconsciously at night, like eat. But I've, I've, I've truly thought it was like a unicorn, like not real. My second piece of advice You're really is... having a hard time holding this together. Well, I, would, I would have someone chain you to the bed. If I was getting up in the middle of the night and eating, I would, I would, it's like, a, I'm like turning into a werewolf. I would you chain You would my, not chain oh, someone to leave it. Jillian. Oh, no, I would chain myself to the bed. I would handcuff myself to the bedpost. If I knew that I was getting up in the middle of the night and eating a bunch of candy and to make matters worse, I didn't even remember it. It was pointless. I would absolutely. See, Terry can't do that. That would be dangerous. What if there was a fire in the house and you're she like. She can keep the key on the bed stand and when she wakes up, she can unsnap herself. Well, what if she does it when she's sleeping? Give it to your partner, man. Give her the key. Oh, Lock the cabinets and have her keep the key. See, I can't do that. Why? That's one thing you can't. Because if you lock the cabinets and you cannot find the food you're looking for, yeah. you're taking a chance of going outside the house. Come on! The doctors would not let me. I cannot do that. They That's told you that? Yeah, because you're possessed! Shock collar. Yeah, we need to get you one of those dog collars that, like, <laughs> when you cross the perimeter... No! This yes, is, I know what to do. We're going to send you one of those perimeter dog collars and a safety box to lock your treats in. No, Terry's, yes. got, Terry's got a real, this is, I said, every day incorporate a treat. So you, look, Jay, she's tried medication. It hasn't worked. She's seen specialists. It hasn't worked. I said, on a logical level, give yourself a treat so you're not expressing these feelings of deprivation unconsciously in, in your sleep. I know, yeah, Janice, tap you your head. But listen to me, you need a straight jacket. And you you need to no, know she does, and then have your partner take you out in the morning. I would I would die if in the middle of the night I was eating a, a gazillion calories and I didn't even get to enjoy them. I'm trying to yeah, help no, her. No, that's true. If I'd, I'd be didn't so enjoy- pissed. If I'm gonna have a brownie, I better taste it. I mean it. No way. So all right. But, oh yeah. But I'm telling I you. Agree there. You know. Can I you set like the alarm you. so if you go outside, the alarm goes off and wakes you up? That would be something. Do yeah. that. All right, here's what I want you to do. You need to like you need to lock up that food or hide it and have your have your partner keep the key. And then set your alarm. So if you open the door, the alarm will go off. Okay. Good. Cuz I got to do something. I mean, I got to do something until next summer. Yeah, cool. Well, th- Terry, thanks so much. Yeah, Terry, stay out of trouble, dude. Yeah, I know. Nan's going to like the straight jacket idea. Uh, she's going to love that one. And probably the collar one, too. I can see her zapping me now. Bedroom door. Bedroom door lock. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. That was great advice. I don't know what you're talking about. Jillian, you told her to have her partner tie her up. And- By the way, that's a multi-purpose tip. <laughs> I mean, that's some serious ass good advice. Well, but okay, okay, but but I but I didn't mean what I said earlier. And I think if we were to, we'd had so many calls, and I think if we were to pick, let's say a favorite one, uh-huh, uh-huh. you got to remember. I heard it. Oh, the little oh, guy. That's right. The little guy right, who is, went to um, spinning with his mom. That's right. It he was, was Paul so cute. and his mom Michelle. He goes, "I'm 12 years old." I remember. And and he goes to the gym all the time. They want to exercise at classes at their local gym. Yep. Their club is big and spinning, and they don't um, offer an intro class. That's right. Could you tell? He so? was the best ever. Yeah. So here is a taste of Paul uh, asking Jillian 
What do I do in spinning? Hey, we're back, and uh, Paul is waiting for you on the line. Excellent. Paul, what's going on? Um, it's, um, okay. Me and my mom have been going to the gym together for a while because I'm old enough to take some of the classes and use their workout room. Excellent. So we've done water aerobics. That's one of my favorites. And then occasionally we do body pump. You know what that is, right? I do. Um, and so we've done that. I've done it with all age, you know, with more weights. But um, she, I'm kind of worried about it, but she's, like, terrified of what spinning is. We have, we know it's biking, but other than that, we have no idea. Uh-huh. Uh, some gym, Some gyms offer, um, like, we know some gyms in the area offer, like, introductory courses, but our gym doesn't. Uh-huh. So we need to learn, like, what to do and that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So, buddy, can I ask you a couple questions real quick? Sure. Uh, okay. How old are you? I am 12, 13 in March. Got it. 12, 13 in March. So you certainly are 12 because nobody uh, nobody over that age would be accelerating there. I'll be 13 in March. I'm like, I will be 37 for the rest of my life. <laughs> in fact, I'm never turning 38. Uh, okay, sweetheart. All right. So first of all, that's so awesome that you're going to the gym with your mom. I have to just give you mad props. Good for you. Uh, now, Thank you. Yeah. I mean, what? A, good for you. Now, spinning. Spinning really is an aerobics class on a stationary bike. And there are many different teachers who have different techniques that they'll employ. So, for example, you might go to a class and one teacher might want to do a lot of climbing, which is when they put a lot of resistance on the bike and it's like you're climbing hills. Another teacher might want to do a lot of sprints and intervals, which is when they take the resistance off of the bike and you're racing and you're sprinting. Now, your preferences on the teacher is going to come in time when you try a bunch of different spinning styles, whether you like the climbing, whether you like the sprints, whether you like to mix it up. Music is also really important because some teachers play music. You know, you might have a teacher that plays hip-hop. You might have a teacher that plays techno. You might have a teacher that plays disco. I hate disco. So there's a teacher at my gym. The disco teacher is a no-go for me. That class is just a closed door. Music is big for me in my workouts, though. So that, again, is going to yeah, be... Yeah, I, I, I do, definitely. Right. So, like, what kind of music do you like to work out to? I like to work out to, like, current songs. Like, the body, the current body pump is probably my favorite because it's got, like, Katy Perry and... Daphne. Excellent. Right, like Gaga and, like, Kanye. Yeah. and I totally get it. Okay. So the first thing you want to do before you take a class is get a feel for the teacher. Find out what kind of music they play. Because if you're in a class where you don't like the music, I think it's just annoying. Classes, music is a big part of class. So make sure that you like the teacher's music. Ask ahead, like, all right, you have three teachers that teach here. What kind of music do they play? Then when you go into the class, I highly recommend if you can afford it, you get spinning shoes. Because you can okay. you can go in your kicks. Uh, and what they'll do is they'll have... On the bike, there's a little contraption that will snap onto the pedals and it will sort of cinch over your shoe. But the problem is you get those pedals going pretty quick. And if you accidentally, if your foot accidentally slips out of there, that pedal can come around and whack you in the shin 
or the calf, and it's really painful. It sucks. Yeah, ow. It completely. That's exactly right. So if you can, and if you think you're going to be doing a lot of spinning, I would really make that investment in a pair of spin shoes. You don't need some crazy Lance Armstrong shoe. You really just need something that fits your foot properly that will snap into that pedal because a spin shoe clips into the bike so that your foot can't come out and that thing can't swing around and smack you. So having the proper gear is going to be really important. Another thing that I would be... I would really do your homework on sometimes spin teachers turn the air conditioning off in a room. I hate that. And it gets really hot and, and really just I can't stand it. Make sure, I'm going to say, especially since you're young, make sure that they don't turn the air conditioning off. Make sure that there's ventilation in the room. Make sure you go with a towel. Because when you sweat, your hands are going to be up on those handlebars. And when you sweat on the handlebars, if your hand slips while you're sprinting, once again, you can fall off the bike. You can smack your knees. You can smack your face into the bars. As ridiculous as it sounds, I've seen it happen. So you go in, make sure there's ventilation or air conditioning. Put your towel over the handlebars so you've got some traction. Because there's different positions, hand positions and spinning. There's three, there's two, there's one. And you'll learn all of them when you go in. But the handlebars get real slippery when you sweat. So go in with your towel. Place your towel over the handlebars. Bring water. Because no matter what, even when there's air, you're going to get really hot and dehydrated. And then the other most important thing behind the shoes is to go up to the teacher before the class begins and have him teach you how to set up your bike. Because the bike is adjustable. Have you been? Yeah. Have you been in yet? Have you gone to one yet? Not no, yet. No, we haven't. No, because we want to ask the expert you first. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very smart of you, Paul. This kid's gonna run for president one day. I can feel it. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. So I want you to go right up to that teacher before class begins. So get there like five, ten minutes early, and just say, "Listen, this is my first spin class," and don't just let him set it up for you. Have him show you how to set it up because. You're going to want it. You can adjust everything from the height of the handlebars to the the height of the seat to the distance from the end of the seat to the handlebars. And generally, a good rule of thumb is you want to take your elbow from the end of the seat and touch your fingertips to the handlebars. That's generally the length that you want the seat from the bars. And when you're uh, adjusting the height of your seat, you want to make sure that when your leg is fully extended... With your heel down, sitting on the bike, right? So you're sitting on the bike. You fully extend your leg. Your heel's down. I want to make sure that there's a slight bend in that knee. We don't want you to hyperextend your knee. So I don't want you to fully straighten your leg and have that leg locked out straight. We want a slight bend, not too much. We don't want you all crunched up. We want to make sure that with full extension, heel down, butt in the seat, you've got a slight bend in that knee. And then have him come over and also help you with the height of the handlebars. And once you've covered all that, you should be good to go. Okay. Um, Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome, buddy. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Bye. Bye. He's so cute. The little guy's name is Paul. Hello. Hey, is Paul there, please? You're talking to him. Hey, bud. How are you? Good. Do you know who this is? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul, it's J 
Jillian and Janice. Oh, wow. We wanted to call you because we're doing our 100th show, and we wanted you to know that you have been our all-time favorite call. Yay, Paul! Go, Paul! Wow. We wanted to just check in with you, bud, and see how you're doing. I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing good. What have you been up to? Um, I did cross-country in the fall, and now I'm doing basketball. So uh, You're busy. Yeah. You staying on top of mom? <laughs> yeah. She working out hard? Yeah. You cracking like the whip day. a little? Oh, no. like every day. Nice. You guys so. still doing the spinning classes, Paul? Yeah. Um, I haven't had as much time for them um, because of basketball and cross country, but so I'm going to do it Janice, then. don't put too much pressure. He's busy. I know. I just wanted to see because that's was just a kid. No, but when He's Paul got called. a bunch of extracurricular activities. <laughs> don't overload him. He's I also going to be running for president in three more years. <laughs> Please. Well, Paul, we just love the fact that you and your you you wanted to take your mom's spinning class. We just thought that was just the, the neatest call. It was just so much fun to listen to. And yeah, I was actually able to convince my dad to do it a uh-huh. couple times with me too. And how'd that go? He's good at it. So is he really? Yeah. See, this is a kid that not only motivates other kids, he motivates his parents. How do you like that? Yeah. That's and now you're going into cross country. You like cross country? It's 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 cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cross country's brutal. What are you talking about? No, but are you you're, are you brutal. running? Are you running or skiing, Paul? Are you doing run cross country running? Um, it's it's running. I yeah. can't ski for my life. So me either, kid. Yeah, me either. No, I can't either. But the okay. So how far are you running when you're doing cross cross country? Always scared me because it's like it's like uh, middle school. It's um, anywhere from one point two to two point one. Okay, okay, that seems fair. I that that I can handle as long as you're not talking like. You know, yeah, yeah. do a half marathon. So then I start yeah, to, no. I get a little shaky, a little quaky yeah. in my boots there. That makes me panic. Well, we just wanted you to know that you are our all-time favorite call. And, of course, we were just looking for an excuse to talk to you again. And, and, uh, <laughs> and we're going to be sending you a little. Okay, so there are these headphones called iSport, and Monster makes them. And they're the ultimate fitness headphone. You can swim with them. They never fall out of your ears. They mold. They've got all these little pieces in them so you can pick the right piece and mold it right to your inner ear. They have killer sound. They're my absolute favorite, and we're going to be sending you a pair of those just because we love you. Wow. Thank you. Our pleasure, bud. Thank you so much for taking our call, little buddy. Thank you. That was really cool giving him that. That was really sweet. What a sweet guy. He deserves that and more. If we weren't so cheap over here, we would have like we would have had, you know, like, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> no. Hey, you know, um we talked about it a little bit earlier about one of the biggest changes for you of course was all of a sudden you have a family. And all of a sudden there was uh-huh. there was one point where there was so many eyes on you. You were on this magazine and that magazine and all of a sudden the, you know, there was paparazzi everywhere, and I, I will never forget this one particular week. You came in to the show to record, and you came into the studio, and it was it was a very hot week, and you were out with the kids, and the paparazzi was, like, hounding you guys. And the first thing you, <laughs> the first thing you said when you walked into the room was... You know how many paparazzi pictures there are going to be with me with swass and boob sweat? How'd it go? Swass and boob sweat. I didn't quite hear that. Swass and boob sweat. What was that again? Swass and boob sweat. Say it to me one more time so I know what you're talking about. You know how many paparazzi pictures are going to be with me with swass and fucking boob sweat?
so with all these changes in your life, I uh-huh. think yeah. I think there was moments where you wanted to grab your independence back. You wanted to get away from your family commitments. You wanted to get away from work commitments. Oh. You just wanted to be just Jillian. Just I want I my life back. And that's when we had a little episode called what? The Paddleboard Experience. Oh, <laughs> that was awful. I thought maybe you could launch this one by taking note of all my injuries. I, I have noticed I've noticed the big you got a big bandage on your yeah. foot. Uh-huh. And there's a blister there. Oh my god. That's... And another one over there. And and then a wound over there. Well, I don't those ones on the hands aren't tragic, but the well, they're foot, not the tragic, foot little... but they're I'm wounded. And you there are there are other wounds that you can't see because they're like muscular wounds. Oh my god. Okay. So Hey Jillian, why are you so why are you so wounded? Oh my god. Please do share. Oh god. Okay. So here's what happened. Okay. It was hell. It was pure hell. So we we live on the beach. My neighbors always like, you know, they're always going out on their paddle boards or they're out surfing and Heidi and I never go, and I always am like, well, it's cold, you know, it's the Pacific, and blah, 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 and it's been so warm, and so my neighbors were basically like, we're going out paddleboarding at 9 in the morning. Are you coming or not? Because I had taken, uh, I it was so warm, I had taken my daughter out a little bit, and my neighbors were all kind of out there helping, just, serve, you know, standing by, and this and that, and so they said, you know, in the morning, we're all going out. Why don't you come? And I felt like, you know, I should go. I never, I never... I never go. I'm never a participator. So I was like, I'm going, right? And they didn't believe me. And anyway, at nine in the morning, I get my little paddleboard and I paddle out there and we all meet on this little raft that they've sort of like planted out there in the middle of the ocean and uh, and we're going, right? So we start on our way and Heidi's got both the kids. And she's like, okay, well, how long? Because we don't have, we have no, it's a weekend. I don't like help on the weekend. So I'm like, you know, she goes, well, how long are you going for? And I was like, well... Gosh, honey, I don't think I'll be gone for longer than a half an hour. Oh my <laughs> God. Famous last It words. was oh a slice of hell. At like an hour in, my neighbors were like, oh, we need to go to the Malibu Pier. It's a rite of passage. And I was like, well, you know. You paddled? Board? Paddle boarded, right? So you stand on this board and you have a little oar. And you basically paddle. You move about the pace of a snail. (laughs) And they want to go three miles up to the pier and back. And I know this because I jog to the pier and back, right? So I know how far this is. And in my head, I'm hysterical. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's three miles. Oh, my God. We're moving it. Like, literally, you are moving. I swear to God, like a a friggin' caterpillar (laughs) was moving faster I mean, I'm, I'm like hysterical. And one of the things I hate is endurance sports and working out outside because you're, tr- you're screwed because you can't get you have to as far in as you are when you're miserable, you have yeah. to go all the way back. So about an hour in, I'm already like, oh, my God, my my toes are cramping on the board. My hands are blistering. My neck is killing me. It's 100 degrees. I'm thirsty. And we're nowhere near. And they're like, no, 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 we got to go to the pier. It's an event. It's a rite of passage. We're going to indoctrinate you. I'm like. Oh, my God. So I was like, well, you know, Heidi is back there with both the kids. Meanwhile, there's like one other woman with us who has no kids. The rest are men, right? 
And they're like, all the more reason to go. If you're going to do something, you do it. <laughs> Women don't tell us what to do and what not. And for some reason, I was like this. That's right. I'm not going to be told what to do. She doesn't own me. Uh, I don't know how this happened. But by the time we got to the pier, I was in tears, right? Because I knew I had to go all the way back. We were at least an hour and a half in. One of my neighbors' back gave out. And I'm like, that's right bastard this is what happens he's laying down on the paddleboard seizing up i don't know what it was like somehow there was like a testosterone infused moment of group psychosis and janice i was it was like it was a slice of it took me three hours to get back to the house i i saw heidi in the window of the house as I'm trying to paddle. With a knife in her Yeah, with both kids. Lou was hanging off of her neck and Phoenix is in her arms at the window. I could see the steam coming off of her right... Oh, wait, she was probably worried. Pissed. She was pissed. I have never seen her so pissed. And she's like, 30 minutes! I wasn't even on the sand before I heard the screams coming from the house. I was like, honey, Rodney's back seat stuff. Because <laughs> I was already like, how am I going to lie to her? Why didn't you just say, but we saw a dolphin. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was out for three hours playing with Flipper. You think she's going to buy it? <laughs> but, you know, the one thing I always know is you can always come in this room amongst friends here, you know, when your life is crazy and you yeah. can come in here uh-huh. and we just do our thing. It's private. We. Re- if you like listening to comedy... Try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.